Hello and welcome to This Morning's Coffee, a Sunrise Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Gilbert, attempting to bring you a unique blend of encouragement to fill your cup. The Complacent Patient. Complacency broken down, to me, reflects an excusing of opportunity for change to the point of tunnel vision, such that eventually we become no longer consciously aware of a need for improvement. I think this can be applied to someone who may be convincing themselves they are good for now. And I'm not speaking about contentment. I'm speaking about being so comfortable, you might be overlooking an opportunity to advance and achieve. Your ambitions have been shelved because you've convinced yourself things are fine as is. I think that tunnel vision stems from having excused yourself for hopping over those opportunities one too many times. Or you've said, that'll never be me, enough times that you actually believe it now. No, that'll never be me. That's one of, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Oh, it'll never be me. I only speak to the things that I know, the things that I've lived through. I've been very adamant about not boasting myself as more than someone who has seen things from one side and is trying to effectively speak about them from the other. It's just an effort to deliver these thoughts in a way that's not so overwhelming for someone who may be on the side that I was at one point. If you've been with us here now for these uh, 15 episodes, you may recall that I've referenced some of the things that I've been through, some of the things that I've been front row for in my life. Um, one of those things is, is uh, getting myself into a healthier version of me physically. I've lost 100 pounds in my lifetime. I've done that. I think that qualifies me to speak to the process, the things that I learned, uh, specifically image versus being healthy um, in light of Hollywood standards. I see many people that are moving through this world with great opportunity to get healthy, and they aren't lifting a finger to do it. It's not because there's no desire in the back of their minds. Um, it's because it's outside of a comfort zone. It's hard. It's got far less to do with a number on a scale or a number on a dumbbell as it does with gaining the confidence to know you got yourself healthy. You got yourself feeling great. You want to take those things a step further? Go talk to a trainer, a nutrition coach. I'm neither of those things. I can just tell you what I've done in my life. And that's what I was capable of doing. Putting an emphasis on being healthy. It took a long time to lose 100 pounds. It started with running a quarter mile because that's literally as far as I could run. <laughs> and three years later, I ran a half marathon. I started with drinking more water, eating less junk food until that became a lifestyle. Running a quarter mile until I could run a half a mile until I could run a mile and so on. It came with becoming aware that these things don't happen overnight. And that if I stuck with something longer than a couple weeks, something greater just may happen. And it's not easy to maintain. Don't think that you're crazy for being frustrated with the things that you have to do that other people don't. We've got to come to terms with the truth that everybody is wired differently. And we all require individualized plans for success. Not everything that pulls up on Google is going to work universally. There was a time in my life where over half of that weight came back 
because I became complacent. For me personally, if I don't keep my physical health, uh, my exercise, my eating habits in check for more than a couple months, it comes back. I have to understand and live with that, that if I want to be healthy, it's got to be something that I regiment daily. It's a lifestyle. Comfortable in your skin doesn't mean you get to write off an opportunity to better your life. Comfortable in your skin doesn't mean complacency has to win. It takes nothing away from your heart, your mind, who you are inside. Again, weight is just a number. You can't put that much pressure on a number on a scale. You know, we are our biggest critics. We think that we are unattractive people sometimes because of standards Hollywood has set. Ridiculous. Guess what? You're a beautiful person inside and out. That's always going to be true of somebody with an honest heart. That doesn't mean that you become so comfortable or complacent about overlooking an opportunity to be healthy that you're not the best version of yourself. Now, I take that and I put it next into something else I've seen personally, the financial game. That's another one for me. Man, being financially healthy is tough sometimes. Tough, especially considering that we don't always control the hand we are dealt. Life isn't fair sometimes. The wrong things come knocking at the wrong times. They can really sink you. It's not easy to stay in the green. It's not easy to live with financially sound habits 24-7. Again, I speak to what I know. I've been there. I've had zero dollars. On account of my own actions... And also on account of things that were out of my control. I've seen both sides. I've actually had less than zero dollars. There was a point in my life in which I had three negative bank accounts simultaneously. Because I knew if I dropped the checks off at the right time, I could just deal with the overdraft fees later. There was a time in my life where I spent my last $12 on a bottle of Jim Beam 8-star a gallon of gas, and a couple Tornado rolled, roller grillers from the gas station. <laughs> I've been there, man. I've been at the bottom. I've been below zero. It's not easy to pull yourself back into the green, but guess what? It's damn possible and probably more of a reality than you think. If you're listening to this, Right now, and you've been considering getting your finances in check, and you aren't spending your last $12 on awful whiskey, a gallon of gas, and crappy gas station food, guess what, my friend? You've got a head start. You want to get yourself financially sound? Give yourself a reality check. Put your money in savings. Stop buying things you don't need and spending money you don't have. I'm not a financial advisor. I can tell you what worked for me. That's putting an emphasis on where I wanted to be in the future and acting like it. Investing in my future self, in the present. If your goal was to put $10,000 in a savings account this year and you're not halfway there by now, chances are you aren't going to hit it by December 31st. But guess what? This was a little something I talked about in episode three of season one. Just because you didn't achieve a goal within the confines of a calendar does not make it irrelevant. Get that out of your head. That's never going to make sense to me, ever. If you want to do something, do it. 
If you said on January 1st of this year that you wanted to save 10 grand and you're not going to do that before midnight on December 31st, guess what? That 10 grand is still going to be worth every penny in August of next year as it would be on December 31st of this year. You take that idea and you apply it to any other goal in your life. Do it. Don't be intimidated by the calendar or the fact that it may take a while. You're going to be alive for those days anyway, right? The last thing that I think that I can speak to as far as becoming complacent um, is being self-oppressed with concrete shoes on in a muddy field for too long when all that I really had to do was grab the ladder that was hovering over me the whole time. That's breaking away from something that seeks to oppress your life. I'm not sure that it's exactly time to dive further into the specifics of my own journey, but I've referenced it enough. If you've listened through, and even just moments ago, I said that I spent my last few dollars on a bottle of Jim Beam 8-star, which, ugh, that's just horrid. Ugh, the worst. It doesn't get much worse than 8-star, man. It's just... <laughs> ugh. But you look at being in that position, and of course... The things that seek to oppress our lives vary. For each of us, we're all different. We aren't all wired even close to the same way. Think of that as your Google results. What's oppressing me? It's going to be a different answer for everybody. But you know what? You know what it is. When I said a few moments ago, break away from something that seeks to oppress your life, your livelihood, your happiness, your chance to move forward with the things you want to see out of your life, something came to mind immediately. Did it not? something that just may have a little bit too much of a say, something you have to reroute your daily routine around to continue to make happen? Yeah, probably. Those things can range from big to small, but it's something, something that's on your mind every day, nagging. So what can you do to break away from it? Consider the trajectory of your life with and without it. Which is the more attractive of those two answers? Okay, now stop justifying a decision to hang on to it. Let it go a little at a time by instituting positive changes 1% at a time until you've gotten yourself to that next checkpoint. Or understand that if you've already gotten to the point where the writing on the wall can't be washed off and rewritten, accept it for what it is. Step away from the thing that's going to end your life today. Do it. Obviously, we all know life is better on the other side of these things. Healthy, financially sound, free from what's seeking to darken our light. But it's not always that easy. You aren't alone for thinking it's not easy. That's why it's called a comfort zone. There's a comfortability that comes along with our vices, obviously. Or else it would be much easier to give them up, right? Question. What do you have to lose by giving yourself the 30-day trial of a brighter life? You know? Then you can make an informed decision as to why you should sign up for the rest. Are you going to keep trudging through life with this status quo routine? Are you so unwilling to look outside of this tunnel vision to see what may be just to the left or just to the right? The factor those things into your daily routine 1% at a time until suddenly, what do you know? You're doing it. You're freaking doing it. Chasing down your dreams. 
circle all of that back to say this to yourself. Keep an eye out for complacency. Are you comfortable? Are you too comfortable? Are you content? See, contentment is great, but you know what? You can be content and have an eye on what you want to see out of your future in a positive regard. Don't ever think that being truly content with what you have means that you don't have to be ambitious for more. No, no, no. I can be completely content eating beans and rice with a roof over my head, a place to shower, a job, completely content thankful that I'm fed, that I'm safe, that I have a place to sleep and that I've taken inventory of the people in my life who are in my corner to lean on. That's more than some people will ever see in a lifetime. Content. But that absolutely does not mean that you don't consider daily what the next move is. How do you get to the next level? How do you continue to chase down your ambitions? How do you continue to be an example of the best things that you want to see out of the world? Keep an eye out for those things. If you find yourself excusing yourself for too many things, too many days in a row, that's something to look at. That's something to consider. Are you too comfortable? Are you content with an eye on the future? Or have you just become complacent? I'd like to send this episode off with all the love in the world to you. If you are listening You are the reason this podcast exists, and I think you are wonderful. Always believe in yourself. Stay on the grind. Today's thought is brought to you by Rock Freaking Bottom. (laughs) 